The following program is made possible in part by the generous financial support of listeners like you. By Maximize Life Chiropractic, bringing you to optimum health, Maximize Life Chiropractic. For more information in the Denver metro area, give them a call at 303-922-8146 or visit the website at www.MaximizeLifeChiropractic.com. By Internet Media Providers, makers of X-Cable. Watch almost any television station in the world, including programs on demand with X-Cable. For more information, look for the link to Internet Media Providers on this website or app, or visit us directly at www. Dot internet media providers dot com. The opinions and views expressed in the following program are solely those of the show hosts and guests of the program, and are not necessarily those of CTK Radio Ministries, CTK Media Services, or the management and staff thereof. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. I'm here as always with my lovely wife, Angela, and the prophet of the hour, Dr. Andrew. How are you today, sir? Doing great. Thank you. So, uh, thanks to uh, no fault of our own and a problem with scheduling, here we are. It is now 12-20-2020. And the country's in a mess. Well, we've been in a mess for quite a while. Uh, the world's in a mess. So we have we have two, almost three new vaccines. Um, but in the end, I don't think they're going to do much good. Yeah, the vaccine's mutating. I mean, the virus is mutating, so <clears throat> very unlikely it's going to have that 95% efficacy. It won't be 95. I'll be happy if it's 60 and you need 70% vaccinated in order for it to work. So right. So we're not, not going to get anywhere close to that. No. So there's an issue. So. We have, and, and believe it or not, uh, we still have Trump trying to gum up the works to make sure things don't work. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the ways he's doing it is by stirring up the Iranian horn. So, um... So the irony, the irony, as much as we talk about Iran and the U.S. and Israel, no one's really paying attention to what's going on in Iraq right now. Thank you. And uh, Iraq is really the one to be concerned about. So, and just because they're not ta- attacking our alpha base there, yeah. does, doesn't mean that there aren't things going on outside the fence. Yep. So, again, we look at Daniel 8, it says... Uh, then I lifted my eyes and looked, and behold, so Daniel's looking, he sees a ram, which has two horns, was standing at the front of the canal. Now, the two horns were long, but one was longer than the other. 
with the longer one coming up last. Mm. I saw the ram budding westward, northward, southward. No other beast could stand before him, nor was there anyone to rescue from his power. But he did as he pleased and magnified himself. Daniel 8, 3 through 4. So we've been talking about the first horn of the ram, which we know is Iran. Right. Okay. So if that's Iran, what is the second horn? A rock. A rock, yeah. So it's the horn that comes out last. It's the one that's adjacent to the first horn. And it ends up being larger than the first horn. So so it is a rock, as he said. What is Iraq? Iraq is a location uh, in the region of the Tigris and Euphrates rivers. It's originally known as the Mesopotamia. Mm. It's also often referred to as the cradle of civilization. Okay. It was here that man began to read, write, create laws, and live in cities under one government. Notably, the first city is the city of Ur. From which we got Babylon that was destroyed, right? Right. It is the city of Ur, or also called Uruk, from which we get the name Iraq. Okay. So it's, uh, <clears throat> we do know this, that by the 21st century BC, so 2200 BC, the kingdom of Assyria had risen to dominance in northern Iraq. We also know that there were several Amorite kingdoms, uh, one in 1894 B.C., which had a small town called Babylon within its borders. Hmm. Of course, from that Amorite city, Babylon, came a not-so-ubiquitous ruler called Hammurabi. So okay. Hammurabi came to power in that state, obviously from these two city-states came the kingdoms, which we know of as Assyria and Babylon. Okay. Of course, kingdoms of, of great that we read time and time again in the Old Testament. Okay? Okay. So, a million, uh, about a thousand years later, the Arab Islam... I'm skipping broad sections of history here, but we've got to make it kind of quick and to the point. Okay. A thousand years later, the Arab-Islamic conquest of the mid-7th century A.D. So, yeah, about 600, 650 A.D. Uh, established Islam in Iraq. Okay. And saw a large influx of Arabs. So, as we know, the Prophet Muhammad's cousin and son-in-law, Ali, moved his capital to Kufa in Iraq. And he became the fourth caliph. Of course, ever since the beginning, there were struggles for power within the Islamic religion. Okay. Um, this struggle between Kufa and other successors of, the, of Muhammad established what we now know as the Shia religion. Okay. Which countered the much larger Sunni religion. Okay? Okay. Um... Years later, uh, the Abbasid Caliphate would construct the city of Baghdad along the Tigris River. Uh, and that became its capital and became a leading metropolis for Arabs and for Muslims for five centuries. 
Okay. And it's known as the Paris of the Middle East, is okay. often what people refer to it. Iraq would be under the control of the Ottoman, the Turk Empire, through most of the 16th through the 20th century, so basically to modern time. Okay. <coughs> now, the Turks made a mistake. So during World War One, they allied, allied with Germany. And we know what history shows, that they, they got their butts very kicked. Well. Yeah, so the British forces eventually would capture Baghdad in 1917 and defeat the Ottomans. Okay. In other words, Britain became the imperial controller of Iraq. Okay. Under British control, the Brits called them the state of Iraq, henceforth the present name. After decades of imperialism... They would finally turn over independence to the Kingdom of Iraq in 1932. Okay. And as we know, there's two Shia countries of Iraq and Iran did not get along with each other. Separated by nationalism, separated by race. So you've got Arabs of the Iraqi religion, and then you've got the Persians of Iran. Uh, so long, long at enmity with with each other. In 1979, Iraq invaded Iran, okay. sparking a protracted war initiated by Saddam Hussein, and it would last for eight years, known as the Eight Year War. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, it ended in a, in a stalemate with a lot of loss of lives. Millions of people died in that. Uh, in 1990, Iraq invaded and annexed Kuwait, obviously. Take over oil. Okay. Another mistake. This led to military intervention by the United States under H.W. Bush and led to what we now know as the first Gulf War. Correct. Uh, so H.W. had the sensibility not to destroy Saddam Hussein, but just to kick him out of Kuwait. Um, unfortunately, Junior, his son, not so smart. Not so smart because, as we now know, W is what we know as Revelation 13, 1 through 12. He is the beast of the sea. He's the, he's the one, he's the Babylon the Great that leads Babylon the Great to attack Babylon of old. So Babylon the Great, under the false guise of, quote, nuclear weapons, weapons of mass destruction. Right. Quote, responsible for 9-11, yet they were, UK was closer to causing 9-11 than Iraq ever was. True. They would invade them. So George W., Richard Cheney, Donald Rumsfeld would invade. Why is that name Donald keep on coming up? Anyway, a <laughs> bunch of Donald Ducks. Anyway, um... They would invade Iraq. They would invade the cradle of civilization, the origin of Babylon, the city of Ur, the first civilization, and Garden of Eden. Problem is, they broke it. They broke it. They, and they, they ain't not only attacked. And they ain't fixing it. No, they There's ain't. no fixing it, guys. They broke the genie's bottle. Genie has nowhere to go but back towards us. So, 
they broke it bad. Broke it really, really bad. And eventually ousted Saddam Hussein, and eventually that led to Saddam's execution. Right. In May of 2003, they issued orders to exclude the Ba'ath party members. In other words, the party members of Saddam Hussein, not smart, from the new Iraqi government, and they disbanded the Iraqi army. Not good either. Well, not good because they sent them home with their weapons. Nope, not good because they created a huge vacuum. They kicked out the Sunnis, and they said, well, who's left? The Shias. Yep. Shias come in. Okay, we're taking over now. And then you put in the Shias, you put in Iran as well. Right. So, essentially, this would lead to a huge vacuum for the Shia horn to move in. In other words, the raising of the second horn. Okay. So... This is a really good place to take a break. And okay, and, and so we will. When we come back, we'll talk about the rising of the Shia horn and, and how it relates to where we are today. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe, and this is The Prophecy Show on the Christ the King. Dr. Andrew has written eight books on end-time prophecy related to this series. To find out more about Dr. Andrew and the books on end-time prophecy, visit his website at www.andrewtheprophet.com. That's www.andrewtheprophet.com. The best way to keep track of what's going on in the Middle East is to visit the prophecy.blog. Observers and reporters on the ground update the site in real time hourly, so you stay informed. That's the prophecy.blog. You're listening to Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.org. This program is available as a podcast. Simply visit the podcast section of our website, www. .ctkradio.org. Click on the logo for the Prophecy Show and look for the title of this program in the listing. Services in kind provided by Maximize Life Chiropractic, bringing you to optimum health. Maximize Life Chiropractic. For more information in the Denver metro area, give them a call at 303 922 8146 or visit the website at www.maximizelifechiropractic.com by internet media providers makers of patriot with patriot every news channel in the world is at your fingertips the patriot for more information look for the link to internet media providers on this website or app or visit us directly at www.internetmediaproviders.com. You're listening to Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.org.
with Dr. Andrew. <clears throat> We're talking about uh, what's getting ready to happen in Iraq. Yeah. And uh, I have bad news, folks. It ain't going to be pretty. No, it ain't pretty. So, H.W. and, or not H.W., I'm sorry, W. W. and his brilliance left a huge, huge vacuum. So he kicked, kicked out Saddam Hussein. Not only was he stupid enough to kick him out and kill him, but he was stupid enough not to keep the present system intact. True. He just created this monster vacuum. Uh, so kicked out the Sunnis. Shias were hell-bent on getting back at the Sunnis. And the Mahdi army henceforth was created. So the Mahdi army is a Shia militia created in the summer of 2003 by a not-so-ubiquitous person by the name of Muqtada al-Sadr. So he created in the summer of 2003 and began to fight the coalition in 2004. Okay. As we know, Muqtada al-Sadr is known by his followers as the Mahdi. What is the Mahdi? The Mahdi is the guided one. The Mahdi is the occult imam, the prophecy leader of Islam, who would lead his people against the infidels as prophesied by the Shiite faith. His followers call him by the revered name Martyr Imam. That's what he's called. Martyr Imam, Martyr Imam. As we know, Imam is the name for the holiest of holy men in the land. Right. He's the holy priest of the religion. He is also, you can't be an imam unless you're a direct descendant of Muhammad. Right. He is their imam. He is their grand ayatollah of Iraq. It's no one else. It's not Sistani. It's Muqtada al-Sadr. They call him martyr imam because martyr, because Bush, Reagan, H.W., they would help Saddam Hussein assassinate his relatives. So his relatives were some of the most holy, if not the holiest, men in the land. And their families. And their families. So his father, or rather his uncle, Imam Muhammad, I'm sorry, his father, Imam Muhammad Bakir al-Sadr, and his aunt were martyred in 1980. Right. Um, so that, that was his father-in-law and his mother-in-law. Okay. And in 1980, or I'm sorry, in 1999, his father, Imam Muhammad Sadiq al-Sadr, another holy man, another imam, was martyred along with his two brothers. That's it. He took out his whole family. We took out his whole family. So, during the Iran-Iraq War, the U.S., under Ronald Reagan and the H.W., obviously gave tens of billions of dollars to Saddam Hussein and said, go ahead, destroy your enemies. And that's what he did. He destroyed Sadr's family. The leaders, the holy leaders at the time were Sadiq al-Sadr and Muhammad Bakir al-Sadr. They are the two holiest men in the land. 
Iraq I'm talking about. Iran has their own holy leaders, but in Iraq they are the two horns of the Lamb spoken of in Revelation 13. Okay. So, if you came in and you killed your father, all your brothers, and your in-laws, what would you do? Uh, I'd wait to get even. <laughs> wait. And, and and that's exactly what McTotter is doing. Well, that's he's, exactly what he's doing. He's waiting. He's and, just patiently waiting. And 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 we have we have other stuff that we need to be thinking about here yeah. because there's a lot of stuff to be thinking about. Uh, the general that uh, yeah, Soleimani wiped out. Soleimani. Pray uh, more our martyrs. <laughs> Go ahead and kill the father of the Iranian nuclear bomb. Uh, kill him. And, yeah, guys. Smart, and, smart move. And smart move. There's a couple of other things we we. I done. mean, I mean, the equivalent of doing that is what is like doing the same thing to the Catholics. Mm-hmm. Create these saints. Create these saints. Except in the Islamic religion. Damn it. We're gonna give you revenge, <laughs> and they and they wait. They they it's have a, a lot of patience. yeah, and they have a ton of patience. They, They're just waiting, and they're just and, waiting for the right so, time. And so, the 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 problem that we have is that something may come out of Iraq that looks like it came out of Iran. No, that's the exact and problem. We won't know the difference. That's the exact issue. So there's really very, they're both part of the ram. So the two horns of the ram, Iran and Iraq, are very, very, very closely related. Now, I remember, so. I remember back a few years ago when we started this series, and we talked about Iraq and Iran, and I remember you telling me that the goal was to keep the two from getting together. The goal was that. To keep Iraq and and, and Iran from coming together. For a long time, they were enemies, but not anymore. So, yeah. So, not just at this national level, but at the religious level. Right. So, we know know this. Muqtad al-Sadr's father and his father-in-law, Bakir, both studied with Imam Ayatollah Khomeini of Iran. Who is also, of course, a direct descendant of Muhammad. Uh, furthermore, we know his cousin Muhammad Khatami is was once a president of Iran. Right. And we do know his his Mahdi army was trained by the IRGC. Oh boy. Yeah. And we do know that when Khomeini went into exile, who did he stay with? He stayed with. The Al Sadr's. Yep. And we know vice versa. When Muqtada got in trouble, he stayed with the Khomeini's. The Khomeini's. So very, very closely related. They are, in fact, blood relatives. Oh, boy. Um, and then, of course, there's the issue of the extension of the Shiite horns. Uh, we do know Musa Al Sadr the founder of the Iranian movement in Lebanon somehow disappeared decades okay. ago. How long so ago? Is, oh, probably 30 years ago. Okay. So all these all these countries are very, very closely tied together. 
It's almost incestuous, you know. And see, um, here's the thing. It's like it's like hitting a beehive with a stick. Mm-hmm. You never know which group is going to pop out to chase yeah, you. There's a lot of holes to come out. So, 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 um, so after the overturn of Saddam Hussein, of course, you kick out the Sunnis and you're going to form a new Shia government. Okay. And when we did, um, yeah, we created a mess. <laughs> Good time to take a break here. Well, before we go though, there's a there's one little fact that that we need to lay out, and and this is probably where we're going to go when we come back. But the Sunnis kept the Shia in check. Okay, that was the one beauty of having Saddam Hussein in power was because he led the Sunnis into keeping the Shia in check. And so as long as the Shia were kept in check, the situation that's going to happen couldn't happen. Uh-huh. Now we'll take a that break. <laughs> I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. You're listening to The Prophecy Show on the Christ the King Listening to and supporting Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.org. Dr. Andrew has written eight books on end time prophecy related to this series. To find out more about Dr. Andrew and the books on end time prophecy, visit his website at www. Dot andrewtheprophet.com. That's www.andrewtheprophet.com. The best way to keep track of what's going on in the Middle East is to visit the prophecy.blog. Observers and reporters on the ground update the site in real time hourly, so you stay informed. That's the prophecy.blog. We invite you to visit and explore the Christ the King Radio website at www.ctkradio.org. Our responsive website is designed to work on just about any device. Find information about our hosts and programs and keep track of what's going on here at Christ the King Radio Ministries. Just visit and like the Christ the King Radio website at www.ctkradio.org. Winter always means snow and ice on the roads, so it's not hard for even the most careful person to find themselves involved in a car crash. I'm Michael Van Lowe, and if this happens to you, I suggest you give my friends at Maximize Life Chiropractic a call at 303-922-8146. Dr. Sergio Rockport is highly trained and has years of experience 
treating back, neck, and extremity pain caused by a car crash, mine included, and all without using harmful and addictive pain medications. For a complete list of Dr. Rockefort's training and credentials and a sampling of his glowing patient testimonials, visit the website at www.MaximizeLifeChiropractic.com. While on the website, you'll discover that Dr. Rockefort also treats sports injuries. Don't walk around in pain. His services are covered under most insurance plans. To make an appointment to see the doctor, give them a call at 303-922-8146. For clinic location and hours of operation, visit the website at www.MaximizeLifeChiropractic.com. Bringing you to Optimum Health, Maximize Life Chiropractic. You're listening to Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.org. Welcome back, one and all, to the Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. Dr. Andrew and I are we're talking about that those, those Shia horns. They're 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 growing. There's yeah, Shia horns growing. Um, so the problem is, yeah, you kick out Saddam Hussein, you kick out the Ba'ath Party, kick out the Sunnis, you're going to have a Shia government, and. Um, I think at the time, Muqtada al-Sadr would have taken over, but it is frowned upon in the Shia religion that you mix politics and religion. And because he's the imam, he was not it's, not... it's not that it doesn't happen, but basically it was frowned upon for any religious person to participate in secular politics. Okay. Um, so he... so... Because of that, he did not run for the 2005 Iraqi election. Uh, yet, on August of 2005, 100,000 Iraqis marched to show their support for Muqtada al-Sadr and his ideals. So, in other words, what he didn't do politically, he has achieved religiously. Correct. Correct. Because he is well, the and it's kind of, and it's and it's a little bit of both. So what I'm trying to say is that yeah, he obviously controls the religious aspect, but he controls a lot more politics than people realize. So well, because he controls the people. Yeah. Well, no, not just because of that. So I'll explain it to you. So in 2011, it appeared that well, we were about ready to withdraw. So he again made his stance against Babylon the Great. Okay and continues to be a popular leader because of his adamance against the United States. Okay. okay. So, um, after the election of 2011, guess who controlled the largest block of parliament in Iraq? al-Sadr. al-Sadr. <laughs> so he controlled most of the seats in parliament. Um... Because of that, subsequent prime ministers have had no choice but to listen to him. So he basically tells them what to do. 
So following the U.S. withdrawal, he obviously continues to be a huge influence, both religiously and politically. Now, I want to add real quick that the withdrawals were all misguided. Mm -hmm. Um, They were the result of tit-for-tat games that Trump wanted to play with the Congress and the Democrats. Mm -hmm. And for that reason, he created permanent solutions to temporary problems. Yep. So, um... So, you know, Mokhtar Sarr, of course, was known for his violence under the Sadr, the, the Mahdi army. But in 2012, he began to rebrand himself. So he became a proponent for for peace, or seemed to be so, seemed to be a proponent for peace. So in 2014, he formed the peace companies um, to protect Shia shrines from the Islamic State of Iraq and the Levant, okay. ISIS. In 2015, he entered into alliance with the Iraqi Communist Party and other secular groups under an umbrella of security and corruption concerns, issues within the country. In other words, he unified 90% of the seats in Parliament. Wow. So he continues to be a huge influence upon the people. In fact, in February of 2016... He had a one million man march in Baghdad's Tahrir Square. So, unlike Obama, unlike Trump, when it's a million man march, it's a million man march. <laughs> a, first, first of all, first of all mean, it's a not, million you know, men are gonna show up. Uh-huh. They're gonna be all men. They're going to be armed, and they're going to be ready to do whatever, yeah. whoever is <laughs> Whatever he tells says. them to do. So, so, unlike our presidents, the Million Man March is the Million Man March. And they so. all get there, and they're all standing around like marbles. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. So, in, uh, so, basically, in May of 2018, his Sarun party had 54 seats of parliament. Of course, and he unified all the other seats, so he controls ninety percent of Parliament. Okay, he rejected U.S. interference in the formation of a new Iraqi government, saying the U.S. is an invader country. True, we do not allow it to interfere in Iraqi affairs. In a country riven by sectarian tensions and regional politics, he has transformed himself once again. He is now seen as an Iraqi nationalist. Okay. And has allied himself with the communists and the Sunnis and the independents. He has criticized Iran's influence in Iraq. And he has criticized the sectarian nature of Iraqi politics. In other words, he's trying to unify the Sunnis and the Shiites within Iraq. And turn it into a theocracy. Correct. So, um, even the Iran Horn supported him. So, after the election of uh, Supreme Leader uh, Ayatollah Khomeini and Soleimani, they, they both lobbied for Sadr's rule in, in Iraq. Wow. Um, of course, Dum Dum decided to assassinate Soleimani. And when he did, yep. he created a new vacuum. Create more vacuum, Which and is, more animosity, and more vengeance. Well, 
and and gave the Iraqis and the Iranians another reason to want to attack. Yep. But so. what they don't realize is is that their attack is going to be against Israel. Yep. And their Israel is going to become the proxy. Correct. And we're either going to defend Israel at our own destruction or we're going to allow them to destroy Israel Correct. and face God's wrath. That's right. So, so the Iraqi leader, following the death of Soleimani, called for the immediate cancellation of a security agreement with the U.S., the closure of the U.S. embassy, the expulsion of U.S. troops in a humiliating manner, and the criminalized and criminalized any communication with the U.S. government. End quote. Wow. So what we're not paying attention to is that he is making a move to become supreme dictator of that country. So. Sauter has launched what looks like an early electoral campaign in preparation for the parliamentary election slated for June 6th. Okay. It's stated in the past that he himself would not participate in the elections. But this time, he has changed his mind. Here's, here's the thing, though. He will be in control of two countries. He will be in control of Iraq completely, both but religious, he'll also both have, religious and politically. But he'll also have, well, yeah, the kind mean, of I've, control over Iran. Well, he won't have control of Iran, but he will. He will have access to their nukes, I believe. Right. Yeah. Is so, is my point? Yeah. So. So he says that he will run. For the premiership this time. Stand by. He will become the next PM of Iraq. So his propaganda among his supporters is that he does not <laughs> he does not seek to be in power, but wants to vanquish those who want to harm Iraq. <laughs> BS. And that would be <laughs> and the best way to do he it wants, would be to be in the government. Yeah. He wants complete control. So, he claims to be the peaceful guy, but his supporters are, are sure that peaceful. In uh, the city of Nasiria on November 27th, they held a, a, a riot, basically. And there were seven people and were killed and 70 more were wounded. So, the concern now is that he's going to win regardless. Even if, I mean, he will win the popular vote, but... If he doesn't win it gently, he'll win it with violence. So it appears the Antichrist is ready to come to power in the second horn of the ram. Wow. So, yeah. So as we've been quiet, as we've been, I guess you could say, distracted by everything else. Well, and we have been distracted. We've had... We've had a pretty tumultuous year. Yeah. And well, 2020 was a tumultuous, but 2020 was t tumultuous. 2021 is going to be a disaster. 
I mean, it's going to be an absolute disaster. So in other it's words, like, it ain't getting quiet, guys. No, it's going to get worse. They keep on. I keep on hearing people saying, "I'm ready to leave 2020." All these newscasters. And I'm like, "Yeah, okay. you're going to wish for 2020. You're going to yeah. In a year from now, come come. Uh, 2021 is going to be exponentially worse than 2020. And they don't realize that yet. They don't it's gonna, realize that It's going to be worse in 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 two ways. It's going to be worse because the Middle East is going to be finally in a position to really attack us. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be even worse because while while we think because we have vaccines available now that the virus is actually going to subside, wrong. That's nothing. So we got other viruses coming out. And we've got the six. Well, we've already got a mutation of yeah. the one we have. Yeah, that. And then and then we've got... A mutation got, of the swine flu, which is coming back. And then we've got we've got the six seal to contend with. So, so we need to get ready. Yeah, put on your seatbelt. We're going for a ride, guys. Anyway, thank you, Doc. As always, I learn, I learn stuff every time we, we have these conversations. And I learned a lot today. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. This has been the Prophecy Show on the Christ the King Radio Network. Until next time, as always, love God and each other. The preceding program was made possible in part by the generous financial support of listeners like you. By Maximize Life Chiropractic, bringing you to optimum health, Maximize Life Chiropractic. For more information in the Denver metro area, give them a call at 303-922-8146 or visit the website at www.MaximizeLifeChiropractic.com By internet media providers, makers of Crosslink. With Crosslink, you can view any Christian television station in the world using Crosslink. For more information, look for the link to internet media providers on this website or app, or visit us directly at www dot internet media providers dot com produced by ctk media services